previously on Deck of Many Aces. Felicity Keats, the real expert here. I'm just the, the, the lab technician, but she's uh, working on her PhD in Gravitogy. Okay. Oh, yeah, I saw the um, the loud, fast one. Uh, she she was holding some, some, like, papers in her hand, looking mighty concerned, and she, she head off, headed off. Was no sign of a struggle, though. She went she went somewhere, um, I don't know, uh, down the same sort of way that you guys went yesterday. Toz adds without a blood turns around and yeah. starts running to the factory. Yeah. yeah. In front of you, you can see uh, Mara is stood clearly having some kind of heated discussion with Kaylin Turin and Glau is stood in the far corner over Felicity who appears to have been caught in some kind of like magical web type thing. Did Mara or did Mara not murder Dr. Delaware? No comment. I'm gonna go get Kaylin. He collapses at you. Yes! Aces, an actual play podcast made with actual aeromantics. I did it this time. I'm so proud of myself. Was that a solitary bram that just got left over? Then? There were two. <laughs> I'm, I mean, it's like herding cats, but with brams. Bram. Too many brams to count. Uh, we are a group of people. I couldn't remember the intro then. We're a group of people who identify as somewhere on the aromantic or asexual spectrum playing 5th edition... 5th What? 5th edition D&D with a twist. Every character's past, present and future is based on a card drawn from the deck of many things. I'm Ellie. I use she, her pronouns. And I will be your DM today. Your demisexual... Marmalade. Ooh. Nice. Thank you. We love a Moulin Rouge reference. <laughs> I was actually thinking of... Uh, Paddington? Paddington. Paddington. And also, whoever sang Lady Marmalade originally. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Can't remember. Uh-huh. It was like one of the first CDs I owned. I don't even know that. I just know Moulin Rouge. Anyway. Moulin Rouge. Which I say like that because it has an exclamation point at the end. Moulin Rouge. Uh, introduce yourselves. <laughs> Hello. My name is Am, and I play Tosia Athadel, the party battlemaster fighter, uh, who uses she/her pronouns, and also is a big elephant lady. And is very cool, and we love her very much. I would not be anything without my casters, who make me strong and brave. But I am very glad. Sorry, brave me. The window starting a little bit again. gay. Getting going a little bit, a little bit fruity here, guys. Maybe, maybe turn it down. It's not that kind of podcast, uh, is it? Fruity. It's mm-hmm. it's definitely not queer friendly, and that's not that's not what we're about. No, we're queer unfriendly. <laughs> 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 oh my god! No, no, no! We just mildly dislike. I hate the gays. <laughs> 
that's gonna get clipped out of context, like that bit on the Scooby Doo movie, uh, and you're gonna get cancelled. Uh, wait, what? <laughs> I hate Coolsville. I, I want, hey, hey, listeners, I want it on record. I hate Coolsville. <laughs> oh, she thinks Coolville, Coolsville. Wait, sucks. are we talking about the live action Scooby Doo? Live action one where Fred is like, yes, of okay. course we are. If you take everything out of context, you wanted to make it seem like I said. Like, I think Coolsville sucks, and then they just... Um, <laughs> yeah. It gets worse every time, and then he gets angry about it, and it's like, just don't say anything, Fred. <laughs> okay, do you want to know the wildest thing about that film? Is that originally it was an adult film, and I don't mean like an adult adult film, but an R-rated film. What? That does not surprise me in the slightest. And then it got toned down for kids. I think if we were the mystery squad, I would be the Fred. That I think that's a good thing to put in our Q and A yes. episode, which may be released before or after this episode. Who we would be in the in the Scooby Doo gang? Shall we continue in the mystery mm, gang? Yeah. In the meantime, Chloe. <laughs> my name is Chloe, uh, and I play Raina Riftwood, who is a Tabaxi bard. We both use she/her pronouns, and it's my go in combat. I think. I wrote myself a note so I know exactly what to do. <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> Hello, I am Iril and I use she, they pronouns and I am playing Delphi, who is a growfolk warlock and who uses she, her pronouns. Uh, yeah. Delphi's not got anything going on. They're just waiting for to hit stuff, mainly. Yeah. Um, That's a vibe. If they do get to hit stuff, they might not. We shall see. Hello, my name is... Katie, I use she, her, or they, them pronouns, and I'm playing Morgan, who has she, her pronouns, I think. Yep, that's correct. She's wizard. <laughs> she is okay. indeed you... wizard. <laughs> she is wizard. She is Do you know wizard. about that being a, a, a term of endearment back in like the 90s? Wizard! Like, wow, that's totally wizard. <laughs> that's totally um, wizard. Wizard. Morgan, she's, she's totally she's wizard. She's totally wizard. She's such a wizard wizard. Very famous five of you. To be fair, I do have slight famous vibes from Katie. Have what vibes? Famous five vibes. Mm. And on that on note, that note <laughs> what happened last time? I say, well, I'm desperately trying to remember why I went onto my web browser because there was something I needed. I remember it. What happened last time? <laughs> Toz did a big bonk. Toz did Multiple. a kill the yeah. robot. I absolutely owned the bad guys. Kill the robot. They don't even have souls. <laughs> Hey, that's, that's a very, um... Robotist? <laughs> of you. I'm also not sure why it makes a difference. What if Proto Boy had a soul? I'm not a woman in STEM. I don't know about robots. What if Proto Boy had a soul and was a child? Why did Proto Boy have a gender anyway? Yeah. Proto Boy has a gender. Uh, let's not get into... Proto Boy was given a gender. Yes. As we all were. We all uh, <laughs> 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 okay. <laughs> okay. I think on that note, uh, we should we should get into it. So first in the initiative order uh, from last time is actually Glau, who's oh, going in uh, just before Raina. I'm so sorry. Oh, this guy. What, 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 what's, the, what's the setup? What are we looking at? I, as far as I can remember, Morgan, Iona and Raina are still sort of stood in the doorway. Uh, Delphi's run forward a little bit towards Mara and Kaelin. Toz is stood in front of Kaelin because she's just like not murdered him, but like close. Get wrecked, scrub. We've got Morgan, Raina uh, in the doorway, Delphi running forward, Toz and Ka- and Kaelin and Mara in the centre of the room, Glau and Felicity over on the far side. 
Okay. Does that make sense? Kaylin's unconscious though, right? Kaylin is soups unconscious. Glau is gonna get out a very similar looking gun to Kaylin's, but actually you would all recognize this uh, as well. This is the gravity gun. Gravity gun. Um, and oh, no. um, he is going to point it at, uh, at Toz. And Toz, <laughs> Toz, can you Bye, Toz. do a constitution saving throw for me, please? Okay, I'm not terrible. I've got plus six to this one. You're about to be floating in the air, babe. Yeah. <laughs> or, or, or push it against the ground. Uh, that oh, yeah. is a 15. Oh, goodness. Oh, you just, just beat it. <laughs> I'm too angry. Yeah, you're just like, no, I refuse to be. Uh, I'm just going to check. Actually, I'm going to get Mara to do a saving throw as well. Ah. He did make the decision to use the constitution saving throw gun against the giant elephant. That is true. <laughs> that is true. So, uh, actually, no, I don't think he, I don't think Mara wills. Uh, so, oh, I just had an idea. Hee <laughs> hee. Um, so. Oh, God. What happens is Glau raises his gun and tries to avoid pointing it at Mara, so points it towards your head, Toz, and you can feel, like, the the gravity, like, in the area immediately around you suddenly... Well, I say the gravity becomes heavier. That's not how gravity works, but, like, you know, you suddenly feel like everything is so much heavier, but you are far too focused on... Uh, on your, you know, making sure that <laughs> Kaelin goes down to actually have the full the full effect of it. So on a, on a successful, on a failed save, you'd have taken full damage. Your speed would have been halved because you succeeded. You only take two damage and there's no effect on your speed. It would have oh, made wow. it doesn't even look normal. normal. Yeah, it would have made it normal. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, that was, I guess, his, his idea <laughs> as well, is just to, just to undo the haste on yeah. you and make life difficult for you because he's raised kind of in the air the kind of edge of his of the sort of sphere of gravity catches on the already pretty ropey looking cables and and uh what's the word pipes like uh, above your head stuff technical term uh and it shudders and groans but it still stays intact just about uh yeah uh okay it is now rainers go that wasn't sorry that wasn't by any chance of uh a melee attack was it no it'd be ranged didn't think so just wanted to check (laughs) rainer it is your go okay is mara and glau within 30 feet of each other Uh, no no they're not no i don't think they are that's okay as long as mara is within 120 feet of me and if not i can move up to like 60 feet anyway Mm. because of my mara is within i think about 100 feet of you cool yeah i'm a i'm a cast hypnotic pattern uh on mara i'm gonna try and place it so that it doesn't get toss as well that's fine Um, that is all good it's 30 foot cube wisdom saving throw please okie dokie my guys are going everywhere that is a 14. That does not save! <gasps> finally! <laughs> actually, I think I got a basilisk once, so actually, this is not finally, but still. I just blew up my microphone. <laughs> She's incapacitated and she has a speed of zero. Damn! Uh, okay. Yeah. Okay, cool. So and describe to me, like, one how, minute. How, what happens? How does that work? There's this, like, 
a twisting pattern of colours that weaves through the air, like sort of blues and purples and pinks. It appears for a moment and then vanishes, but Mara's like still staring at it and is charmed and it's just like... Bisexual hypnosis. Did you just say bisexual hypnosis? My cousin just went into (gasps) labour. Oh my gosh! (gasps) Oh my goodness! Was this expected? Leave this in the podcast! I'm going to be a second cousin! Oh my gosh! (laughs) Yeah, yeah, she's been very pregnant for a while. Cute! Congrats! I mean, I guess, tangentially. (laughs) (laughs) I would then like to move my 60 feet, because I've got the feline agility. Yeah, yeah, yeah! Towards Glau. Okay. Is he is he within sixty feet of me? Probably He's not. He's nowhere near sixty within sixty feet of you. He's okay. quite far away. I'm just gonna go towards him. Yep, that's uh, cool. And on the way, or, or like I might not even really go past her, but I'll just just be like, "You're doing great, Toz," and give Toz some bardic inspiration. Oh, that's a D8. Yes, for thank you. you. Everyone is simping. A D8. you guys are spoiling <laughs> me today. And I'm gonna try and approach Glau in a non-threatening way and just be like, hey, we just want to know what's going on here. He looks at you really uncertain, but he kind of like levels the uh, the gun at you and, and sort of, uh, I guess, almost like braces himself. Like, you know, you can see a sort of determined look set into his face. And it is now... Felicity's go. I need to remember. She is caught in this a web. So okay, she's got to make a dexterity saving throw. Okay, she succeeds. Um, so she like breaks out. So while while Raina, like while you're almost distracting Glau, she sort of manages to rip herself free of this webbing and staggers forward. She doesn't look like she's doing particularly well. Uh, you know, wizards they can be very squishy. <laughs> Sorry. What? True. Just laughing at you know wizards, you know wizards. You know, wizards. She's gonna try and cast Ray of Enfeeblement. Oh, oh my days. Um, on Glau. Actually, on Glau or on Mara? If she casts it on Mara, Mara will, will wake up. Good point. Glau. I don't know if she, if she, I mean, if she's a wizard, she'd probably recognise the spell. Yeah, oh yeah. And I also think... Yeah. If, if she doesn't know what's going on, she could theoretically just do that. Glau is more of an immediate threat to her. Sorry, I fully zoned out and I thought you were talking about Iona and not Felicity. And I was like, why does she have <laughs> Um Yeah, that's going to be fun in approximately like 30 seconds because I don't have Iona's character sheet for some reason. I cannot find it. So that's going to be fun. Well, presumably, considering everything's happened at least 60 feet away, she is going to run forwards. Yeah, that's true. She got a 16, which doesn't hit. Dang it. So she tries to, she she sends forwards this this black beam uh, and it, it reaches forward. It, it strikes Glau square in the back, but his armor that he's wearing just seems to deflect it super easily. And yeah. oh ho ho, oh ho ho. Felicity looks understandably pretty shaken. Does anyone still have Detect Magic running? Or would anyone still have Detect Magic running? Okay. I think Morgan cast it last and that was back at the house. Yeah, so that is probably, now. it has probably faded. Yeah, it's like yes. 10 minutes, uh, isn't it? Duffy can cast it at will, but also it's concentration. So if they want to do anything... You wouldn't have it going, yeah. It's like, oh, cool. Okay. Drop that immediately. You know what? For flavour, normally, obviously, you can only see magic if you have cast a Detect Magic, but... The magic surrounding Felicity is so kind of like strong, uh, it sort of begins to almost materialize and you can almost very faintly, as if looking through like an, if, if, as if it's like 
an Instagram filter or something, you can kind of see these colors and shapes on top of her. The magic then explodes out and she disappears and then reappears and then reappears oh uh, 60 feet away, kind of uh, between no. Reyna and Glau. Oh, that's fine. Yeah, this, no, she hasn't disappeared, like, permanently. That would be that would be bad. Does she, she look gone. like she did that on purpose? Uh, it does not look like she did that on purpose. Oh, good. Oh, great. Fabulous. Oh, oh, wonderful. It is now Iona's go. Iona is going to run forward, I think, and, yeah, run forward 60 feet, which doesn't get her quite close enough to Glau, uh, but she's following behind you, Reyna. I think she can, I think she can, yeah, she's just going to use her turn to dash, which means we're back to the top of initiative. Morgan. Finally. Well, so is the spell on Mara going to drop as soon as anyone does damage to her? Yes. Okay. I am have a plan for that if you want to deal with Glau. Glau, how far is Glau away from me? Uh, he's like uh, 150 feet, like he's far. Oh, mm, may have an issue there then. Well, I can go get Glavio. I was just going to tie her up while she was in hypnotic pattern and restrain her. Shaking her also would break it, so you got to have to be real careful, but you could definitely do it. Doesn't she get to save against it every turn, though? Uh, no, I don't think so. Does she not? Check. Oh, that's good. Oh, what, really? What? Hypnotic pattern, I think you do. No, it doesn't say anything about it. Oh. Yeah, there's some that you don't. Sucks to suck, I guess. Uh, if you get hit or if someone like, shakes you. Damn her. Yeah, I think that's the that's the the difference is that if you've got yeah. allies, that then someone can just come over and be it's like, a, have a it's shake, also a wake up. So it's like, yes, have a shake. Oh, in which case have I'm gonna. Have a cat? No. <laughs> I was literally oh, about to terrible. say that Ariel will be the same How far away is Felicity from me? Uh, Felicity is about a hundred feet. Oh God, I feel so far away. I don't genuinely. I don't think I have anything I can do from here. Can't you fly? Yeah, 30 feet per... The speed of 30 feet. Oh, bummer. Don't you have any ranged attacks or anything? Pardon? Don't you have any ranged attacks? Yeah, hand traps are usually have pretty high range. Yeah, yeah you oh, might be able to oh, do 120 feet. feet. on Firebolt, but um, that's still... If you move first, you're 30 feet, then you'll be 120 feet yeah, away. Yeah, that is true. For my bigger ones, Chromatic Orb is 90 feet, Maximilian's Earth and Grasp is 30 feet. This is a long way away, Webster. You put them on a long way away. I know. It's almost like I made combat hard. Oh, no. I know. <laughs> no. Now you will know how I felt during the robot butler fight. Uh-huh. Oh, fireball is 150 feet. <laughs> oh, no. Yes. <laughs> I don't think we need that, honestly. Yes. Uh, Do we need that right now? Glau hasn't taken any damage yet. I'm also trying to, like, uh, calm glowed down, but I don't know whether Morgan would have necessarily noticed that. Is anyone within 20 foot of Glau? Uh, Felicity? Rain? Felicity is now, yeah, just. Because I'm still at least like 60 feet away from him, but Felicity's in the middle. Yeah. Oh, what the hell, it's a combat. I'll I'll cast Fireball. Yes! (laughs) Make bad decisions! I can't believe we're going to get done for Glau's murder. (laughs) It's only 8d6 fire damage. Um... Only. Oh, Only. good Ellie, God. if you ever do a compilation epi- like episode, then you have to put Casey saying, Fireball's 150 feet in it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I like fire. 
Oh, okay. That will put you on a watch list. <laughs> no, I mean, Morgan. Not what you want to hear your wizard say. Also, does this drop haste with the concentration on haste? No, it doesn't. Yeah, fireball. Yay. It's not concentration. <laughs> You're not concentrating on that. <laughs> You're going to make it burn for longer. Morgan. You just do it. Right, Morgan is a time wizard, but if she wasn't, she would be an evocation fiery wizard. So it's like her second, her second passion. Second study. Anyway, yeah, um... A bright streak is going to flash from my pointing finger to a point behind Glau enough that it can hit him, but not any of the people I like. Uh, I'm going to also jump into the air and fly 30 feet forward in the air. Awesome. Before I do this. Don't you have 40 feet flying speed? 30 feet, I think. I literally just listened to an old episode where you said it was 40. Huh, well, let me check. I think Ooh. it is 30. Bring no, up receipts. I think it's 30 because otherwise, because that's like the main reason against giving people, letting people have wings is that they become brokenly fast, but I think we decided it was just 30 feet. Yeah, but also Arakoka okay. get 50 uh, feet fine. What? Yeah, it's ridiculous. They're Do they? The, that's broken. Well, I'm not an Arakoka, luckily. Yeah, they're the fastest um, race. Full also, stop. Katie, I didn't mean that in an accusative way. I just was like... If you've got an extra 10 feet, you can use it. No, kind of no, I've, uh, I've, I've only got 30 according to my character sheet. Okay. And, uh, I, I, I am trusting my character sheet above my brain. I'm in the air. <laughs> big mood. I'm flying. There's a big fireball behind our guy, Glau, and he's going to have to make a deck save. Okily dokily. I, why can't I... Oh, boy. Wait. I'm going to start rolling my 8d6 fire damage. Does he get anything to boost his deck save? Six, that's eight. This is so bad. Ellie, all these people are gnomes, right? Two, yeah. ten. Do they have advantage on magical saving throws? Um, only, I think, intelligence, wisdom, and... Oh, I had it open for Mara's, Three, but for some reason I closed that. I can't believe we're going to murder the one yeah, of the biggest businessmen in the entire 19. city. This is so not good. Hey, I tried not to. It's only 23 damage. This is not a good look I, for us. I think it is a good look for us. Um, oh. 23 damage. He got a 12 on his deck save. Oh, yikes. Nuh-uh. 23 damage, please. Okie dokie. So you... Can, do you want to describe what happens? Yeah, I, I jump into the air, I fly forward, and as I'm flying, I gesture forward and point my finger and say some magic words that I will not describe on podcast. <laughs> and there is a, a sulfury smell, and behind him scorching his back is a massive massive big ball of fire explodes from that point how many how um, much damage did you say it was 23 23 which is i when think when you said magic words you won't describe it it did sound like they were just swears <laughs> and you were like yeah no the swearing is a different spell profusely swearing and then a fireball appears. please let him be on death saving throws and not stone dead oh, please God. 23 he, he's not that as this fireball like erupts around him uh, several sort of pieces of uh, machinery start to like catch you can see like he gets sort of like knocked forward oh let's say yeah let's let's say conveniently knocked forward like 20 feet by the blast um, and his I'm armor noting this is down for next time I cast fireball yeah okay um, and uh, <laughs> he's his armor is singed but he coughs he stands upright is yeah, he still up um but he... Oh my god! It's only 23 damage. You're massively underestimating how beefy... And I also built 
like characters that were genuinely like interesting for you to fight rather than like accidentally like murking you or making super squishy people but as as he gets sort of like blasted forward he gets up coughing and holds his hands up and and goes all right all right whatever <coughs> whatever it is you want i'll just just take the girl. Just do whatever you want. Oh, nice. Are we out of combat now? Yes, we're out of combat. Insight check. <laughs> yeah, go go ahead. That is a 10. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows what this guy is is thinking? Like, he could be... He, he could... He's still got the gravity gun in his hand. He could easily start attacking you again. I'm going to um, swoop down to where Felicity is. She's like, Oh my uh, goodness, thank you guys so much. Oh my gosh, I found these... I found I I found in the in in the in the prison I okay um I I know that I probably shouldn't have but I I I swiped a couple of papers and and these guys paid the police off and oh my gosh I think I need a a sit down. Mm, we we figured there was some bribery happening. Yes. When we tie up Mara, I would like to bind her hands and also gag her mouth because verbal and somatic components and spellcasters. Yes, very valid. But also, God, what a wild thing to say. Um, <laughs> I did not know where you were going with that, and I was like, ooh, okay, okay. Um, okay, yeah, so what would you guys like to do? You've got Glau with his hands up. Give me the gun. Oh, Morgan, uh, maybe we can... Take a slightly calmer approach here. No, I'm confiscating it in the name of Project Arrowway, so I'm confiscating that dangerous <laughs> weaponry. <laughs> okay. As um, Morgan says, Project Arrowways, can I hold out our badge? Yeah. <laughs> yes. I will. I will. Do, actually, do you know what? Do you want to roll a performance check? Me? Uh, no, uh, um, um, um. for holding out the bar. Um, I'm using yeah, my bardic uh, inspiration. Yeah, use your bardic inspiration. Use your bardic inspiration. <laughs> this is just for flavour. While you do that, so, so, uh, Glau, like, reluctantly drops, uh, his gun and sort of scoots it forward towards you, Morgan. I mage hand pick it up. Awesome. Uh, what did you get, Am? Okay, I got minus one performance. I rolled a three. <laughs> I rolled a five on my bardic inspiration die, which is eight, but I've got minus one, so that's a seven. Okay, so you, as as you say, I'm confiscating this on behalf of Project Arrow Race. Uh, Taz, you proudly hold forward the the badge, and as you do, um, the fire alarm starts going off, and the sprinklers turn on and just douse you all. Well, at least the fire is out. Yeah, so the fire is out. I'll like kneel down ne- uh, next to Glau and uh, talk to him, but I'll also cure wounds on him. Aww. Really? That's so uh, nice. You tie him up. Try also, to, I'm he's trying not, like, to conscious and like his. Yeah, he's going to say Kaylin's like unconscious. Do we need? Oh yeah, can I go? Can I go I'm over and stabilize Kaylin whilst that's happening? Yes, please, please stabilize. I'm Kaylin. writing gravity gun on my character sheet. So I, I you. will send you over the stats for gravity gun. Yes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I got a 12 on my medicine check, so he should be stabilised. wizard has a gun now. Glau gets nine hit points. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sorry. I'm just really enjoying the level of, of absolute carnage on this, on this here podcast. Wizard with a gun. Wizard with a gun. <laughs> I will uh, just turn to him and go, Look, I think there's probably a lot of things people have done here that they maybe wish they hadn't done. Uh... But we just want everyone to be safe. 
and everyone to be doing what's right, you know? So, would you like to tell us your side of the story? Well, I, I won't say anything until I've seen my lawyers. And then he looks over at Kaylin's unconscious body and says, Look, we... We need to stay on top of the market, and and so we asked... Morgan is writing this down as he says it behind his back. <laughs> okay. We asked Mara to to get the 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 parts for us. Um, she's she's uh, a family friend, and um and well, uh, she started and and everything was going fine, and no nobody noticed. Um, but then, uh. Well, well, it, I think Dr. Delaware got, got suspicious, and, um, and so he asked to meet Mara in, in the swamp, and you've got to understand she's like family. You'd, you'd do anything to protect your family, right? Yeah, I would. I would. So, but I'd also want my family to be standing up for themselves, doing what's right, not just doing whatever they want. You know? It's not just. Don't you agree? It's not about doing whatever we want. It's about doing well. What? What Kaylin thought we were owed. Um. Why do you think you were owed so much? You, you got so much already. Look at this stuff. It's amazing. Isn't it neat? <laughs> um. <laughs> we're top of the market for a reason. We've got to we've got a reputation to uphold and and well And that's worth someone's life. Protect Is that really what you think? Protecting Mara was. Look, I, I don't I don't expect you to understand you're clearly not in business, but... That might have been a teeny tiny white lie, she says with a grin. Rep- reputation is everything to us, and and as soon as, as Mara... Mara... Well, when she'd done what she did, she, she told us about it, and and it became our problem, but there was no way we could let that be associated with us. People would have found out. And so we we helped her cover it up. We, we we gave the money to the police, told them to, to get lost essentially. Um and uh and it, it worked. Just nodding and like writing all this down as he's saying it. It's mm. like yep, yep, yep. Is Mara still awake? Or is, is she still like Nah she well it's it lasts a minute. Okay. So well, she's been she's been tied up now, so she's probably but Spitting yeah, she cursing, is tied up. Actually. Yeah, she's she's well, she's she's bound. Back. Yeah, she's like yeah, she's yeah, got like all tied up, and so she's like kind of muttering almost to herself. And Felicity kind of goes over to her and is like, Mara, what was all of this about? I don't understand. You, <laughs> I thought you cared about this department. 
and Mara just kind of... Mara's still gags. Yeah, Mara just kind of like... Yeah. Um, <laughs> mutters and then Glaring. rolls her eyes. Yeah, glares. And Glau says, A few a few months ago, when, when Dr. Delaware first came into town, he was a, looking for a, a PhD position, and, well, Mara went for it, but... Uh, didn't get it for, for whatever reason. He just didn't seem to warm to her as much as he did to Felicity and Morgan's just like yep yep this all sounds completely normal and familiar this is exactly what academics are like (laughs) exactly what academics are like whereas Raina is just like what the hell this is so wild (laughs) in so many ways (laughs) what is a lawyer (laughs) yes what is a lawyer Um, a question I ask myself every day a question that that, uh, Glau seems to have forgotten about as he says I'll only talk when there's a lawyer and then immediately starts talking (laughs) yeah Yeah. oh completely oh completely yeah he says he's he says, um, now, you've seen Mara work, you you understand her, she would have been such a good asset to Dr. Delaware, she has a better understanding of the equipment than Felicity does, and Felicity's like, well, I mean, I'd, I'd beg to differ on that. She would have been the better choice. She'd have murdered his enemies! <laughs> She'd have murdered his enemies! She would have been the better choice, and, well... Frankly, I don't think their relationship was was the happiest even before he accused her of, of stealing parts from the lab. Sorry, correctly identified that she had been stealing parts of the lab. Just wanted to jump in there with that yeah, one. I was going to say. Oh, uh, well, I mean, they were going to make it to our factory anyway, one way or another. If they're, if they're, I don't understand why. If if something can be used for educational purposes, why can't it be used for commercial purposes as well? It can, but there's that's why you have agreements. That's why you make business deals in it. Well, the university weren't willing to have that discussion with us. Then they're not willing to have it. So <laughs> use something else. You've got so many things. But oh, you you clearly you don't understand business the way that this works is the only reason we have the empire that we have built for ourselves is by staying ahead of the game. The only way we can stay ahead of the game is to take a vested interest in places and and inventions outside of our domain. This all sounds just like talking to my mother. everyone it's ellie here hope you're enjoying the show so far if you are please consider checking out our supporter acos link this is like a virtual tip jar where you can just give us a little bit of a little bit of a thank you uh in financial form we obviously accept thank yous in non-financial forms and you are in no way obligated to do this it would just be a nice cool thing all the proceeds of that go towards things like making a web domain investing in merch and also compensating the lovely lovely pcs that i have on this show because they're great and they deserve all the love and all the riches in the world you can find that at supporter.acast.com forward slash deck of many aces with spaces in between the words there's also a link right at the bottom of the episode description
Today's promo is for Brain Adventures. Brain Adventures is a D&D actual play podcast who bring players from all over the world to have fun together and play TTRPGs. If you want somewhere to start that's nice and short and sweet, I would recommend Hollywood Nights, their very first eight shot. I guess. It's their very first short adventure, uh, which follows a group of your typical fantasy heroes who are flung into modern-day Hollywood and have to figure out how to get back home. One of my favourite things about Brain Adventures is that they always have a little twist on what you would expect. So one of their other games, uh, A Familiar Journey, is a sort of typical D&D adventure, but, it's, but the protagonists are the hero's familiars. And before you say anything... Yeah, they did it before D&D did, so, you know, they did it first. The clip I'm about to play for you is, in in my own narcissism, is the upcoming series that I am going to be in. Employees Be Damned is a story of minimum wage mall workers that clock in one day to find that the mall has descended into the Nine Hells. Now they must serve devilish customers while working their literal hell jobs. I had such a fun time recording this. It was so great. I was emotionally devastated. I was emotionally elated. There's ups, there's downs, there's everything in between. There's some great voice acting from some wonderful people. And I would really, really strongly recommend that you check it out. It's coming out relatively soon. It's going to be over the holiday period. So like from Halloween into Christmas. So subscribe to the Brain Adventures podcast feed and follow them on Twitter to keep up with upcoming news about this very, very cool little mini-adventure. Roll trailer! Hello, listeners. Welcome to Employees Be Damned. Employees Be Damned is a story about a group of ordinary mall employees who clock in one day to find their workplace has descended into the Nine Hells, and they must now serve devilish customers while trying to find a way to escape their literal hell jobs. Now, I have to decide if it's time for you to pay the price. Tamsin McRae. She is just really not here for anybody. Is there a manager I can talk to? I am the Direct is a very, very large, but very huggable half-orc. Direct, however, pure of heart, dumb of ass. Lucian doesn't stay. I love hate Lucian. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I want to beat oh, Lucian up so yeah. bad. That's the vibe. That's the vibe we're going for. Whitney Gemstone. She is confident and she's going to run this city one day. Who is trying to attack me and my store because they are about to have a very bad day. That's a nat 20. Satan, Satan, help me. Izzy is like about to f*** all of us up. Wow. What? Oh my oh god. god. I escalated quickly. Why did I get a nat 20 on that? I hate that. She is well past the point of talking to your manager direct. We're going to put content warning all over this episode. You cannot just leave it like that. Oh my god. You can't do this. It's not fair. This is the most accurate metaphor for retail I have ever heard. Someone holding my soul somewhere? Yeah, I can relate. Can relate. Whilst, whilst he's admitting to fraud on a mass scale and IP yes. theft, um, yes. can I 
sleight of hand the raven so it's on. <laughs> <gasps> yes! I mean, I, I was writing it down as he said it, but if, if that's a better recording device, then yes. Um, we really need a recording device. You could write anything okay. down. This is going to be his voice. Yeah, okay. Give me, give, give me a sleight of hand check. I only have plus two, so this might not go well. I rolled a 16, that's an 18. I was about to say don't roll your Garbo dice. I I I picked up my new, I picked up one of my dice that usually does a good job because I was like, I can't afford to mess this up. Okay, Uh, so you, um, yeah, so you successfully sort of switch the raven on. This is the Bastet raven and not the future raven. Yeah, 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 this this is the the Bastet raven. Which we, the future (laughs) raven might have a larger recording capacity. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> better storage well uh, I might not know business but I do know that sailing and the only difference between what I've described and what you've described is your way is the pirate way and I don't like pirates I'll tell you that no one does can I go see my brother now <sighs> I'm not stopping you your brother's dead <laughs> I, I like hit Delphi I'm like she's not dead He's not dead, he's fine. I, just, I stabilized him, it's okay. I didn't realise you could wake back up again, sorry. Wait, wait, wait. If, if grown folk pass out, do you just die? <laughs> no, 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 no. I didn't realise you could. We do, but like... Uh... Why would you think this would be different? I don't know. You're red on the inside, it's weird. Ooh. Glau is going to cast Cure Wounds on... That's fine. Kaelin. As soon as he's done that, I'm going to... Rest- now I know he's a spellcaster, I'm also going to wait and patiently restrain him the same way Mara is restrained. <laughs> oh, goodness. I don't trust... No offence to you, you're all very lovely, but they could just move their hand or something and, I don't know, get us all. That's fair. You are right. I feel like I was just getting somewhere with him and you've just kind of undone that progress. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, so you've got so you've got Ka- Kaylin who's like lying down. Um, you, did you tie Kaylin up? Did I see Kaylin uh, use magic? Ah, uh, no, not technically. I don't think he did. In that case, I've tied I've tied up his arms, but I haven't gagged him. Okay. Um, and once I'd also like to see once I've finished with the Raven, can I just add my like two words onto the end of my voice, being like, send uh, help, and then like send the raven love toss <laughs> yeah um, xoxo yeah, okay. gossip girl <laughs> quaff the raven uh yes yeah you can do that you've got mara uh tied up gagged glau tied up gagged kaylin tied up and as he kind of comes to he he says uh to he says to Glau, you better not have said anything. Um, <laughs> I think that's, that's in character. Toz just starts laughing. Yeah, Toz and Delphi start laughing. <laughs> that's in character. Delphi's like, cool. Uh, okay, I'm just going to check. There's no there just anything? verbal component spells he can do. I'm genuinely, yeah. I'm like, how do how do verbal components? Where, where? It will say the method under the spell. It does, but it's gonna take. It's gonna take so long to search through all his spells, so I'm not gonna do that. So I'm just gonna make him sit and sulk. And I think, yeah, he's gonna look. He's gonna look at you, Tars, and be like, "Well, are you satisfied now? Is this what you wanted? Your grand escapade all come through? Well done. You've trapped us. What's gonna happen now? I'll tell you what's gonna happen now. 
We're not going to say a word until our lawyers arrive. And then on top of that, when our lawyers arrive and when the police arrive, they're going to tidy up this mess and nobody is ever going to have heard what has happened. Then I'm going to report you for arson and burglary and you're going to go spend a long, long time in jail. How does that sound? <laughs> cool. Arson? What's arson? arson? Sounds great. <laughs> I thought you committed arson. No, wait, it's your thing. You're allowed to burn your own property. That's <laughs> Not if there's insurance fraud involved. Do you know what insurance is? Oh, no, yeah. don't worry. I'm going to turn to Morgan and I'm going to be like, do you want to go see if they have any cool stuff we can keep? I mean, I can't think they have cooler stuff than this gravity gun, but also that would be robbery. <laughs> uh, whereas this was uh, confiscating um, a deadly weapon-ish. Delphi, there's the, is the flamethrower still about? The flamethrower is still about, yes. Okay. I assume Kaelin De- dropped it when he fell unconscious, so it's very close to Kaelin. Yeah. Kaelin's person. Yeah. Cool. Delphi's going to pick it up and ask, like, is this... How many of these do you have? Ah, uh, why are you asking? You're tied up right now. I would suggest you answer. <laughs> <laughs> he looks you over down and he's like... I mean, probably somewhere in the region of about 30, I don't know. In, in, we've probably got more in warehouses across the country. This is a, this is a, a classic model. How much are they worth? <laughs> oh my god, don't make me do, don't make me do the approximate price. How much, if a spicy vegetable is worth 10 gold, how much is a gun worth? I'd say like a thousand <laughs> gold would be my guess off the top of my head. Yeah, also, probably like, something a, yeah. ridiculous. Is that that's like ten platinum, that right? Magnitude, probably. No, that's a hundred platinum. That's a hundred platinum. platinum. He says, "Well, I mean, it depends in terms of wholesale price or retail price. Wholesale, it's probably about ten platinum, and then retail price is probably about a hundred platinum." Cool. That's just gonna break it. <laughs> nice. <laughs> that's exactly what I thought you were going to do. <laughs> I mean, for like, a second, I was like. Delphi's got a business head? When did this happen? No. When they say how much it's worth, they're like asking like how much it's worth to them and then they get a number and they're like, okay, I mean, it's worth the... That's a big number and then smashes it. Yeah, Kaylin just goes... Makes a little like pained, like kicked puppy noise. I'd like to pat Delphi on the back and then wander into the storeroom. (laughs) Nice, okay. I'd like to go to talk to Felicity, but we can can do that in a bit. Uh, yeah, okay. Yeah, I would just like to convene everybody in a huddle but that can happen after <laughs> okay what are you doing with these three people that are sat in the middle of a warehouse well sorry my question I'm, I'm fully like waiting until Bastet sends help that's Toz's that's yeah, plan that was going to be the the, okay. the topic of conversation in the huddle mum's going to deal with the problem Toz is rich she doesn't clean up after herself she's like oh job gosh. done gotta wait to hand it on oh my days okay no consequences for my actions ever <laughs> so I think I think, I know, I think what's going to happen is as you're kind of standing around and the sprinklers are kind of going off, you hear this, like, rapping at the door. Very similar to when the police arrived, except this time the door is kicked down and in comes Tamara and <gasps> Yay! and a couple of other um, of the of the roamers. <laughs> and Tamara says, I, I, got, a, I got a message from from Bastet saying you might need some reinforcements. I I hope I'm not too late. (gasps) Just on time. What happened here? So We arrested some um, people for murder. Yeah. Citizens arrest. Yeah, these people did a murder. Right. Wow. Well, um, okay. I'll, uh, I'll help you, uh, do you want me to, I don't know, take them to 
the police station or the police well, have been bribed not to yeah. talk about the murder when they did the first oh. murder people were pretty suspicious and then the police got a new station so that's why I asked Bastet well, because I thought they haven't done any other murders since then to be fair I think they only did the one murder they did attempt a second one and then four more so well hold on Toss we don't know that they intended to murder anybody in Felicity there. did you feel like you were going to be murdered oh my goodness absolutely they did assault okay. all of us. That's still a thing. Yeah, that's true. There was physical assault and kidnapping. To be fair, there was also reciprocal physical fault. It's called a fight. That's just self-defense. That's legal. Yeah, self-defense. I, I, so, so what do you want us to, to do with them? I can, I don't know, take them to a higher authority? Like Yeah, um, that was the, the government. That if would... you know one, that would be good. I can't remember who's in charge politically over here. Out of character, I don't know enough to make this up. I'm from a city that moves constantly so she just like does the gesture of a hand going over her head i i guess i'll i'll see if i can find this city's equivalent of a bastet and bring them here i i don't really know who i'll be uh who i'll who i'd who i'd be able to to talk to but i'll i'll go and find somebody uh and uh because everyone that you have tied up is conveniently gnome-sized, they get kind of like bundled onto the backs of the of the Romers, and Tamara, Bree, and her people uh, sort of head out with them, it, presumably to. You are describing like a western. Yeah, baby. <laughs> Why do you think Toz has a crush on Tamara? It's because she's a cowgirl. Fantasy cowboys. She is a cowgirl. Okay, so you guys wanted to go into the storeroom. Yeah, I want and... some stuff. You want some stuff, and also Morgan wanted to talk to Felicity. So, um, magic okay. Magic items, magic items. Okay, okay. So you go into the storeroom, and there's a lot of stuff here. There is a number of flamethrowers, like the variety that you saw Kaelin holding. Uh, there's also uh, a couple more gravity guns, but there's not as many of those. Uh, there's only two or three. What else have we got? For you, I'm gonna I'm gonna send across the gravity gun stats to you, Katie. Okay, so the first thing that you find is a Toz. You pick up this sort of small. It's almost like this sort of claw-shaped brooch type thing, mm. and it appears to be like magnetic. Ooh, like you could use it to like climb walls not quite do you want to roll do i do i make you want to make you roll or do i want to just tell you what it does <laughs> is the question um i could do like a if you want i could do either an arcana or insight or like investigation check and then that just be my roll for like everything i find yeah any any of those three would work i'm, I'm better at arcana i can identify it for you perhaps yeah. okay i mean i'll just do like a, i am equal i'm the same as good so i'll just insight check that's a 16 this is my good okay. dice that i used uh, earlier so you can so as you kind of hold it up you can feel it sort of it pulls quite strongly towards handle of your maul and it kind of like attaches and you can see on this sort of claw there's like a small uh it looks like a switch i flip it do you want to okay immediately so, yeah uh, as you as you flip the switch your maul immediately becomes feather light in your hands <gasps> um uh, as you flip the switch off it then becomes super heavy and so what this is it is i've this is a homebrewed item it is called the brooch of variable gravity this is so sick thank you i have to say some credit goes to becky for thinking of this idea like i've kind of 
added onto it, but I think she was mostly the brain behind this operation. So shout out to Becky for this. Thank you for my new toy, Becky. This brooch can be attached to a weapon and surrounds it with a constantly fluctuating gravity field, altering the mass of the object. This makes a weapon feather light and easy to wield, then dense and forceful when making contact with your opponent. Two-handed weapons can now be wielded with one hand, <gasps> allowing for two-weapon fighting, and oh! the weapon gains the throne property. Oh! The wielder can... This is going to do wonders <laughs> for my armor class, you guys. Yes, it is. Uh, and it also means that you can get a bonus action to two-weapon fighting, unless <gasps> I'm mistaken. Wait, what does that mean? If you get another weapon that's light, then you oh, can oh, do another yeah. hit. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. And you can use your bonus action to do a hit. Yeah. Oh, um, that's very good. The weapon also gains the throne property. Mm-hmm. Uh, and would I use my dex? Oh, you're going to tell me. Yes, you would use your dex for that, okay. I think. Um, the wielder can also determine whether the damage is bludgeoning or magical force damage. Oh, that's also very good. Is that just when throwing or in general? In general. Okay, that's amazing. Did you just give Am the ability to do force damage all the time? This is great. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Um, this means, Katie, if you cast haste on me, this means my AC is going to be 20. <laughs> oh my gosh. Have I just broken you? Maybe. I am so powerful. Thank you for my very cool toy. I'm glad you like it. Can I find anything for anyone else? I have a couple things. Yeah, for us. Are all of you going into this storeroom? I'm happy to just like collect I'm... it and take it out, but. Oh yeah, let, let's ransack the place and just get some bits and pieces. I would kind of follow them going, being like, do you not find it a bit, a bit weird stealing from from the no. people? Just okay. I mean, we were we were kind of saying that we were more like you know morally high ground and all that. You and were saying okay, we, <laughs> we are confiscating these items um, as potential dangerous, suspicious items, and I'm sure Bastet will approve. Also, we're not getting paid for this because this wasn't an Arrowways mission, so I'm seeing this as, as our compensation for something. It was an Arrowways mission because we just arrested them under the... Um, <laughs> Arrowways. Arrowways. We have um, no confirmation we're getting paid for this, <laughs> Morgan. I hate to break it to you. I'm not going to lie, I'm too tired to argue right now. Let's just go. No, I'm saying yeah, that we're let's... okay to take these things, that it's not stealing because we're officially yeah. confiscating them for Arrowways, and also we have. I'm saying we can we can finagle this so we're allowed to take these things. Let's go steal some items. Uh... <laughs> I will do the finagling later with Bastet to make sure she lets us keep these. <laughs> Oh my goodness. I love that y'all started off as like such a like cute, morally pure party and now you're like theft. Did we? Stealing from yeah. big corporations. Hey. One of the first thing Delphi said is let's go kill a child. That stealing from big corporations. I don't see any change. Stealing. Yeah, all property is yeah. theft, so you know, in fairness. Okay. They probably stole this actually. Yeah, they probably did. Del- yeah. They, they so you can tell with the gravity gun that they actively stole the parts from uh, from the lab. That's that's the most obvious one, but there's plenty of other stuff. And the and the gravity brooch as well. Like they've actively stolen stuff. I don't want to open FaceTime. Okay, so Delphi, are, are you actively looking for stuff? And Raina Raina isn't. Delphi's looking for stuff, but he's like they are looking at everything and specifically looking at things that are like that look like the flamethrower to destroy them. But okay. anything else they happen to find that's interesting, they are also looking at. Alright, I'll start with Raina. Yeah, Raina, are you actively looking for stuff? I think she's probably not actively looking, because she, she's like, I, I, I don't want to steal anything, it's but then she gets in there Raina. and there's loads of 
there's loads of like exciting things and she's but like the cat oh. eyes come out <laughs> and just like, starts oh. looking around like trying to look like trying to look like she's she doesn't care and she's just kind of surreptitiously looking around oh yes we will get retro- retroactive permission to do this I will make that happen <laughs> where is the note that I made with the ideas that I came up with literally last night help <laughs> okay so Raina I think uh oh my gosh okay why can't I find this okay so yeah full disclosure I wrote these on notes that I can now no longer find that clearly my phone or computer has deleted which is distressing so I'm gonna try and do this from memory Raina you can find these what I can think can best be sort of described as as like anklets do you want to try them on uh yeah um so as you kind of like sort of uh fit them on um they're again like feather light super yeah super super light and as you kind of like walk around you realize that you are able to just not make a single sound these are can't remember what they were called but i think i called them something stupid like anti-gravity slippers um Even though they're, they're, Even not, though they're slippers. not slippers. Well, I saw that and then I was like, but Raina don't wear shoe. Um, I mean, I mean, oh. They're sneakers, right? They're sneakers! Oh, oh yeah. how did I miss that? Um, but basically, it gives you... They're not you, shoes, though. It gives you proficiency in stealth, and if you already have proficiency, then you get expertise. You get advantage on all stealth checks, and you also gain the use of the spell Misty Step. You give me Misty Step. I love Misty Step. These are such good gifts. Thank you. These are really good. These are quite like high value magic items. You're just making a dishonored dishonored character. Like that's what you're doing. I don't know if you (laughs) know dishonored, but it is literally. I I have the games, but I haven't played them ever. He just goes around sneaking and then teleporting from one place to another. It's literally just Misty Step and sneak. That's it. When you say I have access to the spell Misty Step, how do you mean? As in, I can just like I just can add it to my list, or is it like a once per long rest? Deal? I think or... I, I still need to figure this out because I did write it down, but I cannot find the notes. Uh, I think okay, it was something okay. like we can sort it out later. I think it was something like two charges per long rest. Um, that's quite good. That's you really can do good. The, the spell thing as well, which is like six charges, and then you roll a d6 every long rest to recharge it. Delphi, you you're looking around and you and you, yeah you're sort of like <laughs> going around systemically destroying stuff. Um, yeah. And you come across this sort of weird little. The best way I could describe it is like a kind of like coin pouch type thing. A bag. Yeah, like a like a, but like a little like a cute little small a, a one. Little one. A little little one. And Felicity kind of catches you looking at it and goes. Oh my goodness, I cannot believe that they stole these! And sort of snatches the remaining ones off of the shelf and like puts them in her bag. These are quite, quite powerful. Um, and I don't know what- Bags of holding? Not quite, but uh, almost sort of like that? We've we've started calling them time loopholes, to be honest, because they're just a little bit- uh, we can't figure out how they work. We found some in the Feywild and brought them back with the probes and, well, the best way to describe them is you, you think of an item, a small item, in your past and it appears in the bag. <gasps> that is so useful. Hey, endless, mo- endless money, guys. 
Oh god, why didn't oh I think gosh. of that? Yeah, that was my immediate thought, Webster. Yeah. And let's commit wait. Morgan, Morgan takes it. Let's flood the she market. Tries to summon money. Does it work if she tries to summon money? It does work, but the the coins they almost look a little bit like chocolate coins. They're like not quite the correct consistency. Uh, okay. Uh, it's not a perfect replica. It's not a perfect replica. Well, or I guess you could have it as a perfect replica, but only like you could only, if there's a limit to health and you could use it, it could be like one platinum at a time. That's still a lot of money. That's still a lot of money. I yeah, like I say, I wrote. If it's only a one per day use, though. I wrote very specific rules for them, and I cannot find them. But essentially, okay, what fine. this, what the way this works is that as long as you can clearly describe an item from your past, it appears in the pouch and it lasts. I think I decide. I could. I don't think I decided between ten minutes or an hour. So I will clarify with that with you later. So hypothetically, it could also get things to to arrive from the future, but obviously because we can't describe things that are in the future, it doesn't really work. But hmm. yeah, it's uh, it's I don't understand how it works. None of us really do. It doesn't make any sense. It shouldn't work. Um, but the Feywild, I guess, is full of weird things. Yes, it is. Delphi wants to. Delphi wants to try two things. I think they're gonna like do this with a mundane item from their past, like just like a random. Thing, mm-hmm. uh, that they can describe well enough. And then they're going to be like, I don't know what it would be, but something from, um, what's it called? The place that we just were with the, the fancy house. Um, something from there. Oh, good idea. There's a bunch of different books and. Or just like a random little thing. Because also. <laughs> yeah, I can think of a potential item. We found a big old folio that had been, hadn't been published yet that like we specifically picked up and looked at to prove we were in the future. What about his hair ribbon? Oh, also good. I took yes. that. Oh, you took that. Um, we have um, it. One of the chests from the table. Would that fit in it? Like the little ones? Yes. Yeah, that's a good idea. So yeah, yeah you, you visualize one of the chests and uh, it appears in front of you well out of the bag oh great oh, excellent cool. does work Delphi are you keeping that yep okay I would like permission to do science on it at some point <laughs> Delphi is like <laughs> like slightly pulls it away and it's like Hmm. I'm dubious of your side. It, it, it'll be more useful if you understand how it works so you can use it more often and more effectively. Therefore, it's better to have an understanding of how it works and you gather that understanding of how it works by doing experiments on it. Delphi's D- like, I don't trust your science. <laughs> your quote-unquote science. Yeah, like Wait, I say... See I, what I, you I... just did? Delphi, what you just did where you tried to summon that chest... Uh, and I kind of yeah, that's that's science. That's science. Oh, I don't trust your science. <laughs> I don't trust your science. Well, what's wrong? What have I ever given you any reason to doubt me and my science? Todd laughs. Selfie, it like has flashbacks to the various times in which you've attempted science. Like, I haven't asked been... people for a t- science thing, but it's always been creepy. I found it. I found it. Found in the, it's called a, a planar or temporal loophole. I hadn't decided on a name. Ooh, cool. Found in the Feywild, this portal gives you the ability to recall any small object from any time in your past. You must be able to clearly describe it, and it will return to its appointed time in. And I literally wrote ten minutes, an hour. 
Oh, cool, cool. I will probably we'll roll s- a dice to find out. Yeah, I'll, I'll confirm oh, that with fine. you later because homebrew items. I also am very good at making accidentally broken homebrew items. Yeah, so yeah. I Money. will just make sure. <laughs> I can attest to <laughs> this. Katie, I will send you through the stats for the gravity gun. Did you want to chat to Felicity? Yeah, I would like to talk to her about. Let's hmm, let's think about what I actually want to talk to her about. Um. So, uh, Felicity, we didn't really get a chance to talk shop. Um, no, we didn't. I'm, I'm glad that, that everything's sort of been resolved. It's a shame that Dr. Delaware's, well, that he's not around to talk to you about this stuff, but, but I'd be happy to help in any way I can. Yeah, I, uh, hmm, on the topic of you getting things from the Feywild and, and being able to, to, to have that transport, uh, basically, uh, we've been investigating, uh, some weird planar anomalies, and then I briefly describe how we fought some displacer beasts from another dimension and how there was a time travel thing and we have a time travel person. I don't know if that's something you have any knowledge or idea about. How long have these anomalies you've investigated been going on for? That we've personally witnessed the displacer beast was I think a month ago but things have been going on that we haven't seen any evidence of for longer than that. It's just the, the, the Project Arrow Race has been investigating and uh, I just haven't been personally involved. That so is, we don't know that what is sort of things they were. But. Very interesting and also slightly concerning. In, in short, uh, what me and Dr. Delaware have been investigating over the last few months, well, the last half a year basically, uh, is, is how uh, time and gravity interact with each other. Um, and yeah. how and how different gravitational and uh, temporal effects have different effects on the planes. I'm I'm sure you already know that the planes have always uh, interacted with each other, and they're like that like like layers, and they occasionally bleed into each other, but they not as much as as what it sounds like you experienced. Mm. Um, and they are usually indicated by some kind of physical portal. That isn't always permanent, but it's usually quite strange looking and it's got a kind of, for want of a more scientific word, a kind of energy about it that makes it look and feel like it might be a portal to another place. It has a portal vibe. Yes, it has It has a portal vibe, So, but it doesn't sound like the place you were investigating with, with the displacer beasts and, and that. It doesn't sound like it had a portal of any kind. Hmm, I suppose they might have come through a portal and then the portal disappeared. Oh no, no, they disappeared out of nowhere. Um, hmm. This is very... There was the dust, which is like the every time there's been any time, temporal stuff or like... Oh yeah, the, the, the weird magical hmm, residue. That bloody dust. So, this is, um, this is... So, so I, I, I'm sure I'm already explaining stuff that you already know, but... but uh, the general general theory of time is that it it's uh, it operates on a single continuum of A and then B and then C, and that we have very little power to actually drastically alter things, like travelling into the past and the future in any major way. But obviously, begun altering time on a small scale, like I'm, I've seen you do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, all that sort of stuff. So me and Dr. Delaware were, were working with a potential theory that it's something to do with changing the gravity and the density of the particles. And so, you know, by changing the space, you also alter the time. We haven't quite figured mm. that out yet, but, but, but that was our kind of work in theory. The thing that, well, I don't quite know how to explain this to you, but the, 
what you said about strange occurrences happening over the last few months, it correlates with an anomaly that we've been tracking over the last few months as well, which is, so I'm sure you're aware of, of different, uh, different sort, sort of, uh, potential flows of time. This world, this, this universe, if you like, it should be operating at a single continuum, A and then B and then C, mm. but it's not. Um, what, really? Like, demonstrably? Yeah. Um, time and space and the planes changed. Literally in the last few months, in the time when me and Dr. Delaware started investigating it, it was working one way, and it was working the way that, that you were taught in school, and the way that he's been investigating and, and experimenting on for years, and then literally in the last couple of months, we, we can't really explain it, but, but basically, it's not linear anymore. Things are, are cropping up all over the place. There's evidence that there are things in the past that are here and they shouldn't be, or things from the future that are coming into the past. And it's like time is kind of like folding in on itself and, and we have no idea why. Send me your data. Uh, I will look through what you have in detail, if that's all right. Of course, of course. Hmm, this is very, very interesting. Aces is Am Chisholm, Chloe Elliott, Ariel Evans, Katie McLeod, and me, Ellie Webster. Many thanks to our patrons Nate Scott Jones, Ouroboros, EK Green, Space Ben, Callum D, Ebad, KP, and Still a Piece of Garbage. If you want to join them or find out more about what different rewards we offer, head to patreon.com forward slash deck of many aces. If you'd like to leave us a review, please do so on the podcast platform of your choice. If your podcast platform doesn't have a review system, then you can use our Podchaser page. We read every review and it means the world to us. If you want to chat to us on socials, it's at Deck of Many Aces on pretty much every social media you can think of. Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram, Blue Sky, Hive. We've got all of them. Give us a bell on any of those, or if you want to send us an email the old-fashioned way, it's deckofmanyaces at gmail.com. If you love the music from the show, you can check it out. It's on Chloe Elliott's Bandcamp. You can also search for any of the original soundtrack albums just by searching Deck of Many Aces in most music streaming platforms. If you want to find us elsewhere, there's lots of places on the internet you can do so. You can find both Am and Chloe on uh, Rendezvous with Destiny, our sister podcast. Am also runs a podcast with Will called Date Night Drive-In. And Chloe can be found on Twitch at Chloe underscore with the flow. As for me, I've not got much out on the internet these days, but if you would like to support me or would like to hear more about what I'm doing in the creative sphere, have a little look at the episode description and click the sign up to my mailing list link. I'll never spam your inbox, it's usually an email every month or two just to kind of let you know what I'm doing, what projects are in your area or online that I'm getting involved with and how you can support me as an artist. If you'd like to support the podcast, obviously the Patreon we've mentioned earlier. If you just want to support us with a one-off donation, you can go to our Acast supporter link. That's supporter.acast.com forward slash deck of many aces with dashes between the words. That's all from me. I love you. Have an ace week. Bye.